Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dan Burns is in studio. Denny Long is away. He's on a good neighbor tour. We promise Denny will be back in a couple of weeks here on CCO. Steve Thompson in. Haven't uh, seen Dan in a while. Always good to uh, visit with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue. Our car care show is underway. You know the drill. Phone number 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Dan, how you been? I'm good. How about you? Yeah, very good. Uh, cool and comfortable here in the Twin Cities this weekend. Isn't it? We uh, we have not done the air conditioning work that uh, would normally be done <laughs> by this time of year because people are just putting it off thinking, well, it, who needs it? And today it's true. You, I almost needed my heater on this morning on the way in. I, I did. <laughs> I, I had my heater on about halfway <laughs> this morning when I pulled out of the driveway because uh, late June, I'm going to wear shorts. Yeah. That's it. That's and it. I, I needed the heater on. In the car this morning. I suppose it's like the HVAC guys, you know, when you get those spikes, you had a couple of hot days, and I'm sure people were pulling into the garage saying, my air doesn't work. Yeah. You know, people always wait on well, that air. That's my warning to people is don't wait till that day because that yeah. day everybody wants it. Right. So uh, that's right. today would be a great day to get your air conditioning fixed because, uh, you know, service people are advisor, are available, and uh, that's what you need. So, uh, yeah, you know, if you, if you have not, Turn your air conditioner on yet this summer. Do so. Give it, you know, give it a try. Same thing on your house. Try it and be sure that it works because the day that it's a uh, hundred outside, nobody's available to help you. So, yeah, they yep. they, they are all busy for turn sure. It on, turn it on and try it. By the way, our number is six five one nine eight nine nine two two six six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. You can text eight one eight zero seven. Dan Burns is in. Our car care show is underway once again. Denny Long on a good neighbor tour. Denny will be back in a couple of weeks. Um great to see all the old cars on the streets with back to the fifties underway at the fairgrounds. Day number two today, by the way, uh Eric Nelson and Alan Horton will be there between one and six uh today. Huh. Uh, so uh, be sure to stop out and say hello. We're at the CCO radio booth on the fairgrounds, but a lot of cool old cars cruising the streets right now. You know, we used to do the show out there uh, back to the 50s, which was, which was fun. And uh, we've worked on a few of the cars. Of course, people come from all over the country to get their cars here for the show. And, of course, they get here and they have trouble. So we were able to help a few people out and get them out to the fairgrounds. And, and more importantly, Get them home when they're done. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, and the amazing thing about uh, some of these cars, especially uh, some of the cars that are customs and modifieds and those sorts of things, they, they put modern fuel injected engines. I know it in these cars, and that that probably helps the reliability quite a bit. A couple of the cars that we're in were actually uh, modified cars, and. A couple of my guys that that I work that work for me were showing me around the car and telling me all the tricks of the trade on on what they do to uh, 
you know, make the cars ready for uh, for a big block engine and a and a modern transmission, air conditioning. Oh, you know, sure. They, but they uh, they take these cool old cars and 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 modify them so that all that stuff will work in them. Yeah, and and Dan, it's it's not all that long ago. Well, I guess it is now. I mean, we're we're getting up there. Yeah, but uh, fuel injection is an amazing innovation that we now just take for granted. But it, it has an impact on the whole system. You know, the old carbureted engines, I remember, you know, don't flood it. You know, don't right. don't flood it on a right. cold day. All those, we don't have to worry about that anymore. You know what? If you, uh, this is a good weekend to notice this, but if you're, if you're at the corner waiting for a stoplight and one of these old cars with, a big block carbureted engine pulls up next to you, it literally pollutes the whole intersection. I mean, they are so bad on the environment. So it's incredible what fuel injection and computer controls has done for the environmental impact of, of cars on the road. Yeah, if you're following an old car just down the freeway, you know, yeah. a, a car from the 60s or 70s that's still on the road, I mean, you can really tell. You can. I mean, it, I mean it's like following a smoker down the. It freeway. is, but it uh, and it, uh, you know, that's what they all used to be yeah. like. So it's uh, it's quite a difference. So it's good for us for for heeding the warning and doing something about it. Uh, by the way, uh, your calls a big part of the show. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. You can text eight one eight zero seven. That is eight one eight zero seven. Let's start with the text. I would bring my SUV into a shop for a rotate and balance have a good chance of solving a vibration I get at highway speeds that uh, the wheel shimmies a little bit. Yeah, you will get you will have a good uh, chance of f- fixing that. And in fact, while they're rotating and balancing your tires, they'll know all about that. You know, when we actually put it on a spin balance machine, we can see the tire spinning. We can see if the, the body of the tire is good. And I can tell you how much I adjusted it to take care of the balance. And, and, and if it's significant, then that'll make a big difference. But, uh, but to take it in, that's a great place to start. That's what anybody's going to do if you do bring it into the shop. So, yep, have at it. That's a great idea. Rotating tire is a big deal. Big deal. You know, I'd most, most, uh, manufacturers now recommend rotating your tires with every oil change for a couple reasons. One is the it it makes the tires wear way longer, um, and it, because depending on the vehicle, either the tires will wear more on the front or the rear, uh, so it makes them wear way, wear way longer, and it keeps the tires flat and smooth. Uh, the the turning tires or the non-turning tires, depending upon the particular vehicle, can develop a chop pattern if there's and an, a, an a rough sound and wear if you don't if you keep them in the same spot too long. So, rotating the tires is a big deal. <clears throat> can't overdo it. Can't do it too much. And most manufacturers are recommending it every time you change oil. All right, let's go to uh, the phone lines here on the Car Care Show with Dan Burns. Here on CCO, let's start with Ed. Ed, you're on the air. Good morning. Well, thanks for taking my call. Um, Dan, this question may be a little premature, but this cool morning kind of reminded me. Uh, last winter, um, I noticed when I'm sitting at a stoplight, my heat is not as warm. In fact, it kind of cools down to a warm as, as opposed to a hot. 
uh, flow coming out of the vents. When I take off, you know, road speeds or even minimum speeds, 25, 30, it's fine. Now, I don't know if I have a thermostat problem or what do they call a, a radiator heater problem or a coil problem. Um, maybe you can shine some light on that for me. Yeah, I think I think you probably do have a thermostat problem. What's wrong is the the coolant that's in the heater core is probably not hot enough. And when you're at idle, when the engine is running as slow as as it does at idle, there's just not a flow of the hot coolant through the heater core to keep up with the air that's blowing through it. When you get up to speed, then the air or the coolant flows faster. And keeps up, but we can measure the temperature of the air coming out of there, and I'm I'm sure that uh, that it's too low, and we can measure the temperature of the coolant, and I'm also sure that that's probably too low. So if you have your thermostat replaced, more than likely that'll take care of your problem. No matter what, that's the first place somebody's going to go, and that's the first thing they're going to do uh, as far as diagnosing the repair anyway. You know, a lot of new cars have uh, these these fluids that you don't need to change very often, or they say you don't need to change at all. Coolant's one of those. It really is. They've yeah. you know they and they've done it with the additives packages. They they are able to make these fluids last forever, and they really do. And uh, I'm a big advocate of doing only doing everything the manufacturer recommends, but only what their manufacturer rec- recommends. You don't have to overdo it. Uh, do what they say, and and we have found in our experience that the people that do what the manufacturer recommends have the best experience as far as uh, maintenance on their car and, and not having breakdowns. But the problem is the people that don't follow that, th- those are the ones that keep you really busy. Well, it's good. For, uh, yeah, good for me. I, I should be saying don't do that. It's not necessary, but it's just not true. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, the, uh, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and every, every time we, we visit, and Denny doesn't take a lot of time off, um, oil changes. I mean, is, is there anything more important than doing oil changes on the manufacturing no, schedule? It's, it, well, it's the lifeblood of the vehicle. Yeah. I mean, it's just really, really, really important. So, you know, do what they say. Don't have to do more than they say, but you do have to do what they say. Yeah, just like I, the doctor. Yeah, you I'm, don't, I'm you still don't have tra- to do more. Just right. do what he says. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm still trying to work on my oldest daughter. Would you please change the oil on your car regularly? Let's start with checking it. Yeah, well, there's that. That's another story for later. Quick break. We've got more of the Car Care Show with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. By the way, the number, we have some lines open, 651-989-9226. You can text 818-071. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It is a car care show with Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive. Denny Long is away. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. He's enjoying a good neighbor tour with some of our CCO listeners. Let's go to the phone lines right now. Steve in my name is Steve, you're on the air. Hello. It is the car Steve? Care show with Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive. All right. We'll put Steve on hold. And uh, Steve, you may want to turn down your radio. Let's try Chris. Chris, you're on the air. Hello. Chris? Chris, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. How are you today? Good, good. Good, good. I got a two-part question here. This is from my 2001 Ford Ranger. When she's driving down the road, this is about the only time she smells it. She smells fuel. But I've looked at the vehicle, and I cannot find a fuel leak anywhere. Um, I don't see anything leaking on the floor in the garage when she comes home. 
And also, there is a check engine light that keeps coming back. And she's taken it in and had it read on, on uh, uh, the computer, and they recommend a fuel cap. Okay, we replaced the fuel cap, but it keeps coming back. Um, that's my two-part question. Well, the first part of your question is the uh, a little bit of fuel, a drop of fuel, puts off a ton of smell. And if she's smelling it while she's driving down the highway, the chances are that where that little bit of leak is coming from is right near the intake of the heater vent, which is usually on the passenger side somewhere right below the windshield. So that's where you should be looking for the fuel leak, and uh, it might be it might be really hard to find. It might be that that uh, you don't see much residue, but if you get the car running and sniff around and look around, uh, you'll find it. But but for sure, that's where it is. It's not in the back of the vehicle, or she would not be smelling it uh, as she's driving. And the um, evaporative, the code that you're getting might be related because what the what the vehicle is sensing the when the car is parked the uh, car runs through a self test to test the fuel system to be sure that it's not leaking uh, so that you're not leaking uh, fumes and vapors out into the environment the reason somebody suggested a gas cap is that's of course the easiest and quickest fix if you have if you have an evaporative leak but that system has a leak in it could very well be the leak that you're smelling. And uh, so if you're not able to find that yourself, I'd recommend that you bring it into the shop and, and have a professional find it for it for you. And I think probably one repair will take care of both. So that's the good news. All right, let's try is Steve again. Steve, you're on the air with Dan Burns. Hello. Hi there. Say 2003 Cadillac SLS. Uh, I go down to a quarter tank of gas, and it shoots all the way up to full till I put gas in it. Um, I'm just wondering, am I fuel pump going, or is that just something wrong with the cluster? Or yeah, well, there's two two places that it could be. For for me, it's an easy check. For you, it's impossible. But what I would do is hook my computer system up to yours, and as part of your system, it tell it gives me the information that I'm looking for to know how much fuel is actually in the tank and either the sending unit in the tank is reading incorrectly and giving us wrong information. And I'll be able to read that by itself uh, with my scan tool or the gauge on the dash is uh, reading and is taking that information and processing it incorrectly. And again, if that's happening, then I'll know that with my scan tool. So if you take it in, Without spending a lot of money, somebody somebody will be able to tell you exactly what it is and give you an estimate for the repair. But it's either the sending unit in the tank or the unit on the dash that need to be repaired. All right, we have a quick break. We have more of the Car Care Show with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on Fabulous Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Barry and Egan is waiting on the line. Barry's up first. We'll go to the text line as well. Here are the numbers. On the phone, call 651 
or you can text 81807. That is 81807 here on CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It is 736 certified Cadillacs on sale up to 40% off the original MSRP. Check out McCarthyAuto.com today. It is our car care show with Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive, Grand Avenue, St. Paul. Time for more calls. Let's jump into those phone calls. Barry and Egan. Barry, you're on the air with Dan. Hello. Hello. I have a 2011 Kia Sorento with the V6 engine. And when I first start it in the morning, it sounds like there's metal clanging coming from the engine compartment. Uh, once the car gets, if I would shut it off and start it right again, I don't get that clanging. Once the car's been driven a while, uh, I don't get the clanging. If it would sit a long time and I'd start it up again, I get the clanging. But it's uh, it sounds like metal clanging. Yeah, it's probably your exhaust system, the catalytic converters, the mufflers, and the pipes, for for example, are oftentimes covered with tin shields to protect uh, heat from getting through the floorboards and causing trouble. And in Minnesota climate, those heat shields have a tendency to rust off. And when they do, and you start the vehicle under certain temperature conditions, they'll rattle against the exhaust. And I'll bet that's what you're hearing. If you take it in, or, well, you probably can't crawl under that. It's too low. But if you take it in and uh, without spending very much money, somebody will just tap on the, if you just tap on the exhaust with a rubber mallet, you can duplicate the sound, and they'll find where it's coming from. Either they'll weld the heat shield back in place. Maybe they'll recommend replacing it if it's in a really hot, uh, significant part. Or sometimes if it's you know back on the exhaust a little bit, we can safely just remove it uh, and uh, and throw it away. Or Sometimes we'll take a uh, a big clamp and wrap it around the heat shield and tighten it up again, and uh, that'll do the repair. But that's con- you know that's what you're describing is exact is exactly it. It doesn't under certain temperature conditions, and uh, once it warms up, it oftentimes does not do that. Yeah, I've got that going on, but I have an 08 Silverado with just shy of 200,000 miles, so i got a lot of noises going yeah, on. That old truck. You just ignore it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it happens time to time, that little exhaust Heat rattle, chill. and then it goes away. Yeah. So I don't worry about no, it. No, don't worry or about I it. Or I turn the radio up. That works. Listen that, to WCCO. WCCO that, right. will, will, out, will outblast that for sure. That, that's for sure. Let's go to Heidi. You're on the air next with Dan Burns. Hello. Uh, good morning. I have a 98 Saturn. Um, I dropped a new um, rebuilt engine into it back in November. Before that, my uh, car did not overheat, and the air conditioning worked. And um, afterwards, they put the new uh, rebuilt in. It would overheat. thought they had that settled. Didn't drive it for most of the winter. I've driven it twice now. It uh, It's fine on the freeway. Overheats as soon as I get off, and now the air conditioning doesn't work. And I'm not sure what to say when I bring it back for suggestions. Yeah, well, just that. A couple things. If the car is overheating, the air conditioning won't work. Uh, The air air conditioning has a uh, component up in front of the radiator that needs to be cooled off in order for the air conditioning to work properly. And if the car is not 
cooling properly, the air conditioning is not going to work. So I would chase the overheating problem first. And the most common thing that you would look for, the simplest thing to look for is when the vehicle is running, and especially when it gets up near hot, is the electric fan running. And you could actually check that yourself. If the fan is not running, then that's what the problem is, and that's what they need to fix. And you know, maybe they just left something unplugged, a sensor or a, a wire or something like that. It might be a very simple fix, but at any rate, uh, that's, re- that's where they'll start is they'll see if your, if your electric fan is running. Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive, our car care show. Of course, Denny Long is away on a good neighbor tour. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, from the text line, I have a headlamp that is foggy, and someone told me if I rubbed toothpaste on there that it would take that... Uh, fogginess away or or is there another way to fix those uh, (laughs) foggy headlight lenses there is that and toothpaste might work i don't know i personally have not tried that but yes that is what we do is there's a a kit that you can buy at a parts store if you want to do it yourself or you can bring it into a shop and they'll do do it for you and that's exactly what they do is with an aggressive abrasive uh compound they clean that old plastic off, and then with a couple different polishes, they uh, will repolish it and get it to shine again, and it'll it'll make it clear again so that you can, so that, first of all, it looks good from the outside, and secondly, the light comes through it properly, which makes a big difference if uh, that, that foggy stuff really dims the lights when you're driving down the highway. So that's a good idea. And toothpaste, I've not heard that, but I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it works, I bet that the actual chemical is probably cheaper than the toothpaste, though. So <laughs> yeah, that's, would, that's right. I would, I would go get because you need a fair amount of it. I would go get the proper product. Yeah, and I, I, I've checked that out before, and I was getting ready to do it on one of mine, mm-hmm. and then I hit something inadvertently, and I had to buy a new one anyway because it cracked. And yeah, well, so that... I had to get a new one, and now I've got. A foggy one and a new one on my truck, and it looks kind of silly. Well, it goes with your rattly yeah, exhaust. That, so that, there, it's... That's exactly right. It all, it all fits the picture. Um, here's an 08 uh, Tacoma from our text line. What would cause the steering wheel to jerk left and right while driving very slowly over rocks while hunting up north? Not not boulders, but you know, softball size rocks, et cetera. What would cause the wheel to shimmy back? Well, that will do that. You know, okay. it's, and it's the rock. It's, yeah. it's as, as you're on a uneven road, the wheel, you know, the, the, the obstacle on the road will cause the tire to go in one direction or the other. And so that's why you need to hang on to the, to the steering wheel uh, while you're doing that. But that would be perfectly normal. Uh, if, if on a flat road, you're not experiencing that, then the car is just fine. All right, and highways don't stop. Don't stop hunting. It's really fun. So yeah, that's that, and that's what that truck was made for was to be off road. Yeah, so that, good for you. There you go. Actually, using a four wheel drive vehicle <laughs> off road—that's a novelty. Yeah, um, we've got to run, Dan. Our time went all too quickly. Car care with Dan Burns Saturday mornings between seven and about seven forty-five. Uh, how do people reach you at Lloyd's Automotive? Well, you can come on over. We are at nine eighty-two Grand Avenue, right between Lexington and Victoria. You can give us a call. Our phone number is 651-228-1316, or you can find us on the web. We have a new uh, web page now at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net.
All right, Dan, have a good one. Good to see you. All right, there he is, Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive, on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.